This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 721, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, October the 23rd. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 721. As, uh, today I'm taking a look at some of the books that came out on October the 23rd. Uh, so I'm recording this on November the 2nd, so it's it's been a little while um, since these books came out, but I want to make sure we have a, a quick discussion on a couple of them. I'm uh, just talking about two books today. Um, books that came out on the 23rd that I'm not talking about today include Absolute Carnage Lethal Protectors. Uh, I haven't actually gotten a chance to read the third issue, but I really enjoyed issues for, uh, one and two, which I just read last week, so I'm excited to eventually get... Uh, uh, caught up on that. We got Action Comics, Agents of Atlas. There's the experiment Amazing Spider-Man Full Circle, which is a ten dollar comic, but a whole lot of content. Uh, Aquaman Annual, Avengers, Batgirl, Batman: Curse of the White Knight, Batman: Superman, Batman Beyond, Black Adam: Year of the Villain, Contagion, Detective Comics, Fearless, Freedom Fighters, Ghost Spider, Immortal Hulk, Journey to Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, Allegiance. Uh, Justice League Dark, King Thor, Marauders, Punisher, Kill Crew, Red Hood Outlaw, Star Wars: Strike Force. Uh, sorry, Star Wars, comma, Strike Force, comma, The Flash, The Terrifics, Tony Stark, Iron Man, Valkyrie, Jane Foster, and Wonder Woman 81. So what am I talking about today? Uh, first up, I'm talking about Amazing Mary Jane number one. Um, I actually really dug this, uh, kind of more than I thought I would. Um, I feel like the, the, the central conceit of everything just it feels very kind of forthright, like they're just kind of going for it and having a good time and i really liked the way in which it was written and even uh, i thought the art was pretty pretty good and it was just i wouldn't have expected maybe to to enjoy it the book maybe as much as i as i did like i don't know i uh, mary jane book seems like a weird sell not a weird sell but like you know uh, the character hasn't always been given a lot of d- good development and, and and the character is definitely you know flip-flopped i'd say in the last 10 years in terms of you know kind of how writers have written her and what they want to do with her um but i i no, I, I thought this was actually pretty good and a, a good start and uh i'm excited to kind of see where they go with this book again I would not have expected to be that, you know, interested in a Mary Jane title. Um, no offense to the character again, but I just thought it was pretty good. And uh, I'm just looking at it. I'm like, where, is the, where are the credits here? Um, but, the, you know, basically this issue is Mary Jane is, you know, left for a, a film role. She's working on a on a, on this project, which ends up being it's, it's Mysterio working on it. And uh, it's kind of interesting to see how she kind of gets brought in on everything and how she's kind of, you know, kind of on top of things and, and isn't kind of scared of what's going on. Um, and, yeah, it, it just feels like the character is played for having a lot of strength and not, you know, just kind of being duped. And it just feels like it does give her a lot of agency. Um, I'm curious to kind of see what happens with um, with uh, Mysterio here. Um, like, I thought this was pretty good. And, again, it was a solid debut, um, just trying to see where is there we go. Uh, it is written by let's see uh, Leah Williams on art, sorry on writing. Uh, Carlos Gomez on art, Carlos Lopez on color art. Virtual calligraphy is Joe Caramagna on letters, and Humberto Ramos and Edgar Delgado on the cover. Um, and I even like the the page where we kind of see um, all the credits because it's kind of done like a you know like a movie poster. Um, it's funny the publisher that brought you Amazing Spider-Man number forty-two. Which is, I guess, what isn't that uh, MJ's one of her like early appearances? The Infinity Gauntlet, Daredevil, Born Again, and Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane. Such a weird, you know, kind of uh, different issues, but it's just you know kind of fun and tongue in cheek. And um, yeah, I thought the issue was fun. 
And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to kind of see where they go with it. And I, I thought the only part of the issue that took me out a little bit was having MJ and Peter's conversation at the end. Uh, although I could do kind of like their dance party. Uh, it was kind of a, a weird note, but uh, I, did, I did like it. And I'm excited to kind of see what happens with Vulture and his crew, uh, you know, coming coming to Los Angeles now. Uh, but this was, this was good. This was really enjoyable. Um, you know, again, I thought it was a fun read. And, again, a read that I wasn't maybe expecting to enjoy this much. I, I really wasn't even sure if I was going to buy it. To be honest, I was kind of flip flopping back and forth on whether or not this was something I was going to want to pick up, but uh, I'm glad I did. You know, it was, uh, I thought it was really good. I actually really enjoyed the art. Um, actually, a lot. Like, I was kind of surprised. I, I, I don't know if I've seen Carlos. Sorry, I was wrong. Carlos Gomez on, on art, Carlos Lopez on color art. I was looking at my print issue instead of my digital copy, and I realized that my eyes were playing tricks on me, so I couldn't quite make it out. But um, I, I like this quite a lot, and uh, I think it's you know well worth checking out, and uh, I'm excited to kind of see where it goes. I don't think we're really sure how long this is going to be. Like I know it says it's her first ever solo series, but it doesn't actually say if it's going to be a, a miniseries or not, as far as I know. Um, but I feel like this couldn't possibly be an ongoing, right? Like. Not no offense again to Mary Jane as a character, but it feels like, especially in the way that it's being set up, that there's kind of a, a specific shelf life to it. I'm curious how MJ will progress throughout the series, uh, what it'll end up kind of being. Um, yeah, well, I, I'm so far. I'm, I'm in. I'm enjoying it. I'm giving it eight out of ten. I think it was a solid uh, first issue, and I'm excited to see where they go with it next. Uh, next up, in terms of what I've read, is I'm sorry, last up because I, for some reason, only got a chance to read two books from this week, or from, from the particular week that we're talking about. Uh, we have Amazing Spider-Man 32 or Legacy Numbering 833. Uh, this is written by Nick Spencer, artwork uh, by Pat Gleason, and I think this is his first time on uh, the book now, uh, or at least as the full-time penciler. Um, I've always been a big fan of Gleason. He's obviously made his bones mostly at DC, so it's exciting to see him come over to Marvel. Um, this was a bit of a weird issue. Um, I like the art a lot, so it's more the writing, I thought, that I wasn't really sure what I'm supposed to be getting from this. It's written by Nick Spencer, Patrick Gleason on art, uh, Matthew Bolson on colors, and uh, Virtual Calligraphy's Joe Caramagna on, on letters. Um, the issue is just kind of a, a little bit all over the place. Like you have this, you know, Peter meeting a, a new a study group and kind of you know making new friends, and that's interesting. And it's nice to kind of start to populate the world. If you're going to have him go back to school and have him be part of a kind of a new area, you should populate it with real people as opposed to just kind of faceless nobodies because we should care. Like. A big reason that people kind of like the high school and uh, university era of Spider-Man is, you know, there was a, there was a supporting cast. You felt like you were living through these characters. They were all kind of hanging out, being together, being at school, and you know, you cared about what happened to them. And when you saw them, it mattered. And when you don't populate the world with real people, you kind of lose out on that. Um, Again, this whole issue is it's it's interesting. Like it's it's kind of weird, and I don't know if it's always consistent. You have Silver Sable and the Foreigner, and you have Teresa and I, uh, Parker, and I'm not always sure about using her. You have Miguel O'Hara back again, and I'm really curious where that's going to go. But I'm not sure how much of that's going to be really in this book, and how much of it's going to be in the 2099 uh, book itself. Because of course, you can't just have you know a storyline. It has to be part of a bigger event, which ties into other things, which is a little bit frustrating to see it happen over and over again. I mean. You think I wouldn't I'd be used to it by now it's just especially in a, a kind of a main book like Amazing Spider-Man it's unfortunate where it keeps happening like we just had the absolute carnage issues now we have 2099 issues um, I, I thought the issue was a little uneven um, but I, did, I enjoyed the art and I'm going to give it a 7 um, yeah it wasn't my favorite issue and I think part of this will end up being based on you know how 
the 2099 stuff actually goes. Like, is it actually going to end up working? Is it going to be interesting? Is it going to be engaging? Are the Amazing Spider-Man issues of that going to be engaging on their own without having to read the other 2099 books? Uh, a lot of questions abound, but we'll see. So that's the seven, and that is uh, that's the episode this week in terms of reviews. Uh, looking forward to the next week, which I'm probably recording shortly, but um, or at least hoping because I have been very late these days. Uh, books that came out on the 30th of October include Batman and the Outsiders Annual, a new issue of Batman Annual, got Black Panther, Conan the Barbarian, Contagion, Deceased, Death's Head, Doctor Strange Annual, uh, Fantastic Four Grand Design Number One, uh, From the Neighborhood Spider-Man 13. Uh, Harleen, number two, Invisible Woman, Ironheart, Joker, Killer Smile, Journey to Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker, Allegiance, number four, Red Goblin, Red Death, Runaways, Savage Avengers Annual, Silver Surfer Black, Star Wars, Do- Dr. Offer Annual, Superior Spider-Man 12, Tales from the Dark, Dark Multiverse, Death of Superman 1, The Last God, and Wonder Woman Annual, as well as books that I for sure will be talking about next time, including Excalibur, number one, and Dead Man Logan, number 12. Uh, so thanks for listening to this episode. You can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. You can also rate and review the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.